Welcome to Sports Business Secrets. I'm your host, Kevin Tarka. This podcast is specifically designed to share secrets from experts in the sports business world to help you along your own path to success in this industry. Each episode is packed with lessons and insights that never expire. You'll hear from general managers of professional teams to CEOs of sports tech companies to agents, coaches, players, and everything in between. I invite you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing players and coaches, traveling the world, and always finding a way to battle through obstacles in this competitive industry. Happy Friday, another day, another KTA client contract. It has been quite the free agency period here and actually quite the week. Uh, Definitely exhausted on my end, but it is for sure all worth it because the strategy I've been pushing towards since, let's say, the beginning of the year is, is actually coming to fruition. Um, and, uh, and I'm very happy for, uh, for all my guys. So after, after Toyo signed in Japan um, and the announcement came out yesterday, another contract is done, and another client heads to the Asian markets here as Donovan Smith will play the 2023 NBL season in China with Wuhan Kunpeng. So for those of you that are new here to Donovan's game, I'll do a quick little summary uh, before telling you a little bit more about the league and, and the opportunities. So Donovan joins me as a fellow Quinnipiac University alumnus. He, he played his final two collegiate seasons there at QU and he graduated in 2017. And then he started his pro career in Spain in the third division. Um, and that, at that time, even though, um, you know, Donovan and I knew each other because of the Quinnipiac connection and, and my younger brother being there, um, I did not represent him. And uh, and that next summer when teams weren't really showing any interest, we kind of connected again. And, um, you know, I told him I'd just try and help him out. Uh, so when he left his agent, I told him kind of the things that, you know, I thought he needed to do to get to that next level. And, and, and we've been, uh, you know, we've been much closer ever since and, and working together to, uh, you know, to help him grow on and off the course since then. So, uh, he's had a bit of an uphill climb since since that year, but credit to him, he's absolutely crushed it. Uh, he played in Romania during the 2019-2020 season, and then he took a jump to the Georgian Super League for the following season. And that 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 next summer after that, there were still not many people that were impressed. You know, I know he was, I knew he was getting better. I knew the value he had. I knew what he was working on on his skill set and 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 on his body and his diet and his and his workout regiments. Um, but uh, still, just still, just not not too many people impressed. Um, and then uh, and then he goes to Cyprus. So he had a hell of a season in Cyprus. They made a playoff run. Um, I went out to visit and he scored a career high at the time, 29 points. He hit five threes, but that following summer was just tough. Like I, I, I tried to tell people about the unique skill set that he had. Um, I'm still, I still feel like I'm, I'm trying to explain to people. I mean, the guy's six ten and he can put the ball on the floor, like a guard, not to mention the ability to shoot from outside, pick and pop 40% from three. Um, and uh, yeah, just, just a really unique skill set. And so finally, uh, you know, he, he got his opportunity last summer to join um, Wells in Austria. And so I told, I told Sebastian, the, the, the coach, I was like, look, he, he could be an all league player. And, you know, they could, I, I really thought that with him, they could make a playoff run with some other pieces around him, which hadn't been done in many years. So um, they finished with an awesome playoff run. Uh, they lost one game, the final game in the semifinals. So they didn't make the championship, but it was an amazing season. Again, first time the club has been that far in, in, in many years. He uh, finished with 15 points, eight rebounds, one block, one assist, one steal uh, for averages. 
and probably the most double doubles in a league. Don't quote me on that. Um, but again, all, all, all league player, you know, second team, all league, I, I believe it was, and uh, a lot of uh, uh, player of the week awards. Um, but you know, he, he, he earned it, you know, he put, he put in the work and he really bought into it. And, um, you know, this, after this, this season here, this was the year for, for the Asian market push again, big guys like him that are versatile and can shoot. Um, and, and I think his, his character and and work ethic and personality also have, um, you know, those traits, uh, just amazing upside. I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to waste my time anymore in Europe with, with people asking me for Kevin Garnett or Dirk Nowitzki with a budget of $3,000 per month. Right. It's like, um, I don't have to go down that tangent now. Um, and you know, my feeling for how amazing that, you know, so, how, how amazing some people are in Europe and some opportunities, but, uh, for this case, it was just, uh, frustrating. So anyways, it was the push for, for the Asian markets and yeah, NBL here is an, is, uh, just exciting opportunity for him, which if he does know, if he does what we know he can do, then he should open up the door for places like Japan, Taiwan, Korea, Philippines. Um, and, and if he plays really well, then, you know, the CBA in China is definitely a future opportunity for him, uh, I believe. So um, I, I just, I, I'm not going to bash other teams here, um, but I think I have to mention it. I think it's a credit to him. I also um, will humbly brag. I think it's a, I think it's a credit to me um, that, you know, it's just, it, it's funny, the teams that told me that he wasn't good enough or, you know, he couldn't play in that league uh, from Europe last year, literally last summer, a year ago f- from from today, uh, you know, teams in, in places like Portugal and, and a handful of teams in Czech Republic, a few in um, in, in Latvia and Sweden and, um, and, and, and Belgium. And again, nothing against those leagues, generally speaking, but... Um, just the fact that you have a player that has done what he's done since, since then, and he's playing in a league that he's playing in now. Um, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I'm biased. I should be. I I, I understand that. And I also get that he had a great season this year, which gives a bit more leverage than last summer, maybe, but come on, you know, like he, he, he's a six ten guy that that can do all of these different things. And uh, yeah, I just think, I just think he's been overlooked. So um, I'll stop there before I get myself in trouble with, talking about the ability uh, for some people to evaluate talent in other places. Maybe I have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's just my two cents. So really quickly here, just to wrap it up a little bit about the NBL and uh, you know, it's, it's different. Uh, some of the Asian markets and, 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 and China actually in particular is, is different because they don't do, they have a lot of their own social media platforms and, and, and broad broadcasting platforms. So you're not going to see some of this stuff tagged on, on Instagram or, or Twitter um, or, or even Facebook because they kind of have their own stuff. But uh, the NBL is the league below the CBA, which is the top, top league in China. Uh, and it's on the NBL is a, on a little bit different calendar. It's, it's, it's during the summer here. So it's a shortened league and they kind of restarted or let's say refreshed the league this year, uh, the league of old, because it's been different the past, past three years, like many things have, but they're, they're, Reopening the option to have foreign imports um, in an effort to really just upgrade the talent of the league, upgrade the competitive spirit, uh, but also to really enhance the league's exposure and promote it globally and get it back to, um, you know, well-known destination, really. Uh, so they're going back to a home and away format. There's 12 teams. The league goes from early July. It starts next week is the first game until the end of September-ish, uh, early October, I believe, if you make the championship run. Um, and Donovan landed earlier this week, and he's getting used to 
the time zone difference for sure. And, and definitely the heat, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's hot in that, in that area where he is. And so just prepping for an, an, an awesome opportunity and a big chapter of his pro career. I know that, uh, that he's very humbled and appreciative for the opportunity because he's worked for it. Uh, and he knows what he has to do to continue opening doors for himself on the court. So if you want to check out more, I, I'll have something posted on LinkedIn. That's where I post, uh, post a lot of my stuff. And then I'm putting together a bit of a summary, uh, summary blog here of this week's events for all the KTA clients and signings and press releases. So you can check that out again on LinkedIn or kevintarka.com. So have an amazing weekend, my friends, and we'll see you back here soon. Thanks again for listening, my friends. If you enjoyed the episode or if it brought you any value at all, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you share it on social media, make sure you tag me at Kevin Tarka. If there are any topics that you want me to dive into or any guests you'd love for me to have on the show, just shoot me a message and I will do my best to make it happen. Have an amazing day and hope to see you back here soon.